This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America. Learn more at cleanfuels.org. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. An Iowa lawmaker says inflation and consolidation of healthcare facilities have limited healthcare access in rural areas. Congresswoman Marionette Miller Meeks was a physician before being elected to Congress. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, Miller Meeks says the Affordable Care Act of 2010 caused challenges for rural areas to keep and maintain rural health care facilities and providers. With changes made to the Affordable Care Act uh, in 2010, there's been increased consolidation. That's both um, for facilities and for providers. So getting providers to rural areas to be able to stay there, remain there. Um, and so the consolidation aspect that um, you know, makes it much more difficult to have an independent practice, um, and especially an independent practice to keep up with inflation, uh, that uh, has removed providers from rural areas. To help address this issue, Miller Meeks has signed on to the Strengthening Medicare for Patients and Providers Act, which would provide an inflation adjustment update for providers and physicians measured by the Medicare Economic Index. Also on this week's show was Florence Beacott with the National Farm Medicine Center and Alan Morgan with the National Rural Health Association. Morgan agrees access to healthcare professionals and facilities is one of the top issues facing rural healthcare. Rural's not a small version of urban, it's a unique healthcare delivery environment. And the challenge for rural is you've got um, limited access to healthcare providers in a population that really needs uh, uh, access to healthcare, whether it's the farmers and ranchers, the elderly living in small towns in rural America. And these two forces are meeting to create a, a situation where healthcare is difficult to access and to deliver. Morgan says rural hospital closures correlates with the number of people who have health insurance. And we've had 11 hospitals closed just this year. We've had 135 since 2010 primarily in the southeast. Again, it's a reflective of a, a situation where you have a community without health insurance who then present themselves to facilities and they have to bear the brunt of that cost, which closes the doors on these rural hospitals. It's really important to note these hospitals are the largest employers in most of these small towns, number one. And number two, it just really isn't safe to live or work in a community that's more than 30 miles or 30 minutes from a 24-7 emergency room service. You can watch this week's show on agripulse.com or tune in tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on RFD-TV. The Northwest could see an increase in demand for apple production now that India has dropped its retaliatory tariffs against American apples. U.S. Apple President and CEO Jim Baer says when the tariffs were placed on U.S. apples five years ago, that hurt the apple industry tremendously. When the U.S. imposed the steel and aluminum tariffs in 2018 in the spring, India had overtaken Canada as our second largest apple export market, and it was growing fast. Exports of uh, apples principally from Washington State to India went from second largest market and growing to just basically just fell off the table and went almost to zero. And that was costing, in five years, that cost about $600 million in lost sales for apple growers. Bear says even though the tariffs are lifted now, there is still a lot of work that needs to be done. Sales still have to be made. It's not like India went without apples for five years. There were other countries were more than happy to swoop in and fill the vacuum that we left. So now we've got to compete against some countries that have much 
lower cost of production. Maybe the really hard work begins now in trying to make the sales and get back in there. But at least the issue is on the table and, and we have an opportunity to compete, whereas for the last five years we had not had that opportunity. The audio was provided by Bob Larson with the Ag Information Network. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America. Clean Fuels is relaunching its website to give you better access to the experts representing biodiesel, renewable diesel, and sustainable aviation fuel. Cleanfuels.org is the central hub of information for the fuels cutting carbon emissions right now. Learn more at cleanfuels.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peigel.